Welcome to the Dragonheart Ascension podcast with Sonia, where we mediate for innovative quantum solutions as the Dragonheart Light Council in preparation for Mother Gaia and humanity's ascension in 2029. This was great. <laughs> Jonathan was off to the racetracks today. I was, boy, I just flying. Flying. <laughs> you want to go first? Why not? <laughs> okay, uh, I said all those code, the bioplasma codes, and I did the whole thing where they went from the back of the neck up to the third eye and then went down the whole chakra system down to the root. I did all of that. And right after I did that, I saw that I was surrounded by a white light orb. And just inside the orb flowing around the parameter of the white light orb, I saw two dragons merged together by biting each other's tail. Where they are. <laughs> what a proper name for two dragons biting each other's tails. An orbis. What color were the dragons? I think they were red, as I remember. And I sensed when I saw that it was the unification of masculine and feminine in preparation for ascension. They're leading the way to the source at the center of the white light orb. It is dark, almost as if it was a black hole. There is starbursts coming out of that black hole, almost like starbursts of light. I felt and I saw a beating heart in the very center of the black hole, each beat sending out fifth dimensional energy to all the universe. It was like the whole white light enclosure was pulsating with each beat of the heart. The feeling as I was inside the white light field was of ultimate love and ultimate peace. I was told that love and peace are actually the same thing. The next thing that happened was the chakra between my third eye and the crown opened up very wide. I don't even know what we, what are we calling that chakra now? <laughs> You know? This one? The one that's in between the third eye. Yeah, that one up uh -huh. here. Yeah. That's the 13th chakra. It's called that. the 13th chakra. Okay, let's see. So I'll just say 13th chakra then when I re rewrite this step. Then I realized that the starbursts that I had seen before were shooting out of that center. It was oh, nice. coming out of that chakra center. Uh huh. Good. Um, yeah, I felt as if I was at one with all that is in total love peace. That's my new word now. Love peace beings, they're the same, what they said. Completely empty and completely full at the same time. Beautiful. That was gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I had some similar 
things. So I'll follow Jonathan if that's good. I had a lot of animals that came through, but it started with a teal and gold dragon that looked like oriental style dragon. I don't know if that's the right word to describe it, but it was very gilded and reminded me of fine china or porcelain or that orient kind of feel to it. And then the next dragon that flew up had huge wings that went out so far and it looked like the wings were rainbows. And that's like exactly what it was. Cause once he landed, his wings rested beside him and they moved like silk, but they were made of rainbows. <laughs> I feel like a 12 year old or seven year old girl right now, but really it was very cool. And then I had the image of a dragon that was flying off. And as he took off and flew off, he changed into a hawk. So a shape-shifting dragon hawk. And the eyes of the hawk brought forth this that I wrote down, which I'll just read to you. All eyes are one eye. All eyes are the eyes of God. All know what love slash peace, the exact same thing Jonathan said, all know what love, peace is, all rest within, all is well. All is well is found within or found in the now. All is well within, so all is well without, rest within. And the eyes just change like from looking at an eagle's eye to looking at a hawk's eye to looking at an elephant's eye to looking at just all these eyes changing, no, all these forms around the eye changing, but the eye staying the same. And I've been hearing and seeing a lot of hawks in my day-to-day -day life. And there was a while where like every day when I stepped outside, there was hawks crying. We have hawks that lived in the trees near us, but this is the first time they've ever made themselves so completely known, which could be for various factors, but we've seen them flying everywhere everywhere and even when we were driving over the lake headed to the mountains there were hawks circling above the water fishing which i don't often see mm. so yeah that's Beautiful. what i got beautiful Yay. dragons and uh, love mm -hmm. peace peace right. love peace love i don't have to explain it because jonathan already filled us in <laughs> <laughs> wow it was interesting journey for me here because I had a lot of possible distractions going on for quite a while between my computer making continuous noises and Jack. I saw him climbing on you. <laughs> yeah, which uh, I don't mind when he settles. He's here right now and he's perfectly quiet and he's part of the deal, which is fine. However, I got a bunch of stuff. Let me see. Before we actually really got going, maybe even before we did the uh, the code, I heard embrace this group slash meeting. And then once we got started, I saw the diamond formation in respect to how you outlined it. And I saw a revolving gold light, which was articulating the diamond shape. So it would be just going along the outside perimeter of it revolving. A little bit like we experienced years ago at Lionsgate, although it didn't have quite the same. I could feel our diamond configuration, which now looked like a white square, 
tilted on its side, drifting off into space, which reaffirmed Gaia's request to make sure we anchored our route into her. Our work, regardless of how it manifests out in the cosmos, in this timing is centered within, for, and with Mother Gaia. That's why we're here together in this timing. So then I had a question, how can we be of greater service? And the response was, each of you in your own way is transitioning into the visceral awareness that you are all there is, and there is no separation. This is key to your evolution, personal and in service. Truly, whether your activities are seen as personal, familial, or working with a larger base, there is no separation, no difference. The energy that exists in the smallest of tasks, the smallest of pleasures, is the same as if you are participating in a galactic conference. It could be no other way. Consider this truth and how each of you operate from moment to moment. You already are. This being said to embrace this concept even more and ever more. This council is early in its creative stages, its morphing stages into a singular body. With this intention, this knowing that there are four points to the star, and yet it is a whole, this is where your work will greatly expand. Imagine, if you will, many of these diamonds rooted and circling that which I am, issuing continuous support, clarity, and light, ultimately for healing, healing the entire organism of that which I am and all the other aspects, all the other parts of us, what are called sentient creatures, plants, animals, and other beings. You are being asked to leap into the knowing of what you have already known in your thoughts and endeavor to bring your mental awareness more acutely into your moment-to-moment -moment realities. There's only love, there are only blessings, and it is with great joy to see the growth of that which you call your four-pointed triad. And that's what I wrote, and then just after I was done with all that, I had an image of when I was involved in pursuing my drumming, I was obsessive and I kept on trying to continually practice many things. I was in essence, some of that was fine, but in essence I was trying to force things and there were places that I couldn't get to in my musicianship. I think primarily because I was trying to force it and had these mental programs going on, which translated into what my body could or could not do. From there, I went to an image of Tom Cruise, for some reason, whom <laughs> I think has achieved many things, many things, but I always feel like he's forcing. And I think that image that I just shared came up with me because we already are all that we are seeking to be. And I know we know this, but moving it into our waking reality is I think what this whole message was about, certainly is for me. And so that's why I wanted to share that little piece. But I feel the power of this assemblage, particularly in the last two or three meetings, it's growing. We are now, out of our diapers and <laughs> able to play without being monitored by our parents. So we're growing quite quickly. And 
Bennett, we're not crying as much anymore either. Indeed. <laughs> That's my sharing. It was so perfect. <laughs> All right, so for my part, I am seeing Mother Earth and the masters surrounding her. She is dark midnight blue color. I'm seeing all our chakras united as one column of light with our soul star at the top, earth star at the other end. It's part of the central axis of the earth. The earth is starting to spin like a top leaning towards the right and circling from that position. A few jumps and she lifts off. The top is leaning now in a 90 degree angle, continuing to spin. Something bursts from the center, a birthing of energy surrounding the planet, a white translucent sphere of energy, sparkly. We are a receiving station for the earth, seeing lightning bolts of red energy hitting our north node. This is creative energy being received, empowered to affect world changes through our intentions. This is an anchoring for us as the diamond grid. Now seeing the diamond at the center of the chakra column at the level of the heart. Seeing the red energy as a ball of light at its core, a direct connection to Mother Sophia. Our gifts, desires, creations are being empowered with more energy individually and collectively. I now see a white rose budding from the center, a symbol of purity and grace, expanding into a wreath of white roses over the heart and expanding out. Again, seeing the masters around the earth anchored into this vision as the diamond-like grid that is supporting all of this work with the goddess team aligned with our diamond as a star tetrahedron superimposed over us. I'm feeling a lot of love and feelings of gratitude, happiness, and joy. A whole network of masters supporting this council. In the middle of that, I was feeling pressure going through my temples, like a bar of energy, actually seeing a bar of white light with the edges dark blue feeling energy running down my chakra column down to my root with like tingling, tingling sensation <laughs> at both ends. <laughs> That's what I got. There's a lot of similarities between all of us in this reading today. Yeah. It's beautiful. Divine perfection in action. <laughs> yeah. I'm thrilled that I'm not surprised that's the, the metamorphosis of purpose of these four souls choosing to do this work. That's great. It's great to see it evolve. And I'm really touched by the willingness to stick through with it and let it develop as it has and is. So lovely. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dragonheart Ascension podcast. If you want to learn more about the 12 stages of ascension, then download a copy of my ebook, 
Christ Codes, This Engine Mastery. Go to ChristCodes.com to get your copy now.